This is episode 105 of Shades Midweek, a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things Shades. We are here in Four Stream Studio. My name is John Mark DeRoe. I'm one of the hosts of Midweek. I'm joined by my two other co-hosts and good friends and pastors here at Shades Valley Community Church, Mr. Brad Brown and Mr. Jonathan Hafes. You know, we we have coffee. We have coffee again at Shades Valley. It is, That's it right. is a true thing, and it is glorious. In case you missed it, uh, Sunday would have been March 20th, which uh, now would have been you know a week and a half ago or so. We had coffee on a Sunday morning for the first time since early 2020. Can you believe that it's been that long? We it's to, unbelievable. Since we had like public coffee. Yeah, we would have had it a little bit sooner, but our coffee machine had been turned off for so long. Yeah, apparently <laughs> when you don't run something for two years, <laughs> it stops working. Yeah, right. so we turned it back on and, and like we were like, oh, oh, we're going to have to get this repaired. Yeah, you know, whenever you have a coffee machine and there's a bunch of water just coming out of the bottom in various places, <laughs> it's usually not a good idea uh, to run it. But it is fixed. Try to use it. But it's we fixed. got it fixed. It is fixed. There is a new coffee team assembled. The coffee team is being reassembled. That's and, right. And they are now providing glorious caffeine uh, on Sunday mornings. Yes, the tasty beverage that from most Seats of us Coffee. Enjoy. From Seats Coffee. Yeah, that's gourmet. Yeah, our neighbors gourmet. right over here in West yeah. Homewood. Seats who we have coffee. a great, who we have a great partnership with. Mm. Yeah, so I just thought I'd bring that up. Coffee is very exciting. Everyone loves caffeine here at you the know show. What, you know what else is exciting? Spring break is exciting. Spring break. And, that's and, right. And this is actually kind of weird. Uh, the the timing right here. We're recording this uh, the week before spring break. Because uh, not all of us are going to be here. Some of us going. Some of us going party. Some of us go do fun spring break things. Right. Yes. While others of us are stuck here. Yeah, John Mark, what are you doing? I'm not mad yeah, about it. We at all. are going uh, to Cleveland, Ohio, for spring break. <laughs> I believe. Sorry, on, that's not funny. That's I be- not funny. Uh, we're going to go see some family up there. I believe on Sunday it's going to be a balmy 32 degrees. <laughs> Uh, it is going to be beautiful out. We're just, yeah, I'm going to come back with, with a tan. Um, it's going to be fantastic. No, we are excited. It's been, it's kind of been a joke with Ashley and I, we've been looking at the weather and just going like, oh, how hilarious this is literally going to be snowing one day that we're there for spring break. So, but we, you know, we have, there's a lot of family, Ashley's family's up there. Her dad's up there and. A lot of cousins and things like that, and so we're going to go up there and spend some time with family, and we're we're going to do a bunch of fun things while we're there. We may go try to catch a Cleveland Cavaliers NBA game mm. while we're there. There's you know, so it's, so it's going to be fun. What do, what are you guys doing for spring break? Yeah, Brad, what are you doing? Well, you know, we don't have kids, and so spring break really doesn't mean anything. <laughs> well, you know, it's Brad, just another week. Brad, we have kids in and, March, and yeah, we're not doing squat <laughs> for spring break. Just we the actually, kids are going to be home. It does change yeah, something. Yeah, for it you does guys. change something a little bit. We we will probably go do like we'll probably take a a day and go do like some fun stuff just here and all that. We we have a we have a trip planned for later, like a vacation in the summer. Are you going to that, Ohio? So. Uh, no, we will we will miss out on the balmy beachland of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> They do but have beaches on Lake Erie. Th- yes. Yes. Oh yeah. Of course, when you're there, when it's 32 degrees, there's so much wind chill 
that there's really no reason to go see the Lake Erie, although it is it is really beautiful there. But in fact, <laughs> in fact, last summer we went to Cleveland. It was the middle of July. We got out on a boat and went into the lake, and it, the lake was still cold. Like it was hard to stay <laughs> in the lake in the middle of July. So. Sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, no offense <laughs> to that area of the country. <laughs> Oh my word! Goodness well, gracious! Well, guys, there's there's a lot of fun stuff to get to, and we're actually right. we're gonna throw a little curveball at you, big time. And then, well, there's a reason for this. There's a reason for the curveball. There's curve a good ball. reason. Yes, but the because baseball is about to start, <laughs> right? Well, oh, well, that is glorious. That's what we should be talking Sorry, about. I didn't, now we're now we we're should be talking about the fact that baseball is happening. There's an opening day scheduled, and then we should also I I should have space to grieve because i gave y'all space to grieve last week i should have space to grieve over the fact that freddie freeman is not coming back to the Braves. i mean at least oh, you guys I, won I a championship to the dodgers i mean at least you won a world series oh, the dodgers though. too out of all the teams yeah i can't i can't handle it actually i mean it's I, one thing to lose your best player auburn's gonna lose jabari smith we we only have an sec championship to show for it. you guys actually won the whole thing oh, that's right jeff stallcup yeah. sent it's new, me uh, it's a new day sent me this the other day in reference to uh to freddie leaving the braves to go to uh the the dodgers and it's chosen one <laughs> and we said that you would destroy this and not join them. Bring balance to the foes. I'm leaving a And I was just like, it perfectly captures all my feels right now. Man. No. Anyway, okay, sorry, I didn't mean to derail us too much right there. Yeah. But so the curveball is gonna we be are, a two hour episode. The curveball we're gonna throw at you uh is well, we're gonna go to Bradford's book club first. Everybody's massively disappointed in that curveball. Kind of sounds like baseball Oregon a little bit. That's right. Take me out to the ball game. Well, you know, sometimes on Bradford's Book Club, we'll make a joke that I haven't read the book because I haven't read the book. But I want to recommend it nonetheless because of what I hear about the book. Well, this week is one of those weeks, but I have good reason. The book has not come out yet, uh, but it is available for pre-order. And Dude, this is where you need to get the name of Bradford's Book Club out there and start getting yourself some advanced copies. I know. I should have yeah. tried you that. You could totally do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's our listenership? 10,000? That's it what I'm going to tell matter, everyone. Dude. If you're talking about a book that's written like within evangelical circles, that's yeah. a small enough pool. They would totally send you well, an advanced all, copy. All you have to do is say, tell them we've had 15,000 downloads of the podcast, and yeah. then don't mention that that's been over a two-plus-year period. <laughs> Time is irrelevant. And then they'll send you some stuff. All right. Okay, anyway, so what's the book? So the book is titled The Air We Breathe, How We All Came to Believe in Freedom, Kindness, Progress, and Equality by Glenn, I think it's pronounced Shrivener. He is from the UK, I believe, and he's written a book that I have read uh, titled 321, I'm blanking on the subtitle, the, is the, it the story, the story of, of God, God, the world, and you? God, I think. the world, and you, something like that. Um, but he does a lot of work in the realm that 
could be considered apologetics. And I really like a lot of his stuff. You should check him out. But he's written this book titled The Air We Breathe. And let me read a little bit from the back cover to wet your whistle. Um, From the back cover, discover the Christian roots of the values we prize in Western society. I'm intrigued. Is Christianity history, or is Christian history the deepest explanation of the modern world? Just let that sit for a second. Today in the West, many consider the church to be dead or dying. Christianity is seen as outdated, bigoted, and responsible for many of society's problems. This leaves many believers embarrassed about their faith, and many outsiders wary of religion. But... What if the Christian message is not the enemy of our modern Western values, but the very thing that makes sense of them? Hmm. In this fascinating book, Glenn Shrivner takes readers on a journey to discover how the teachings of Jesus not only turn the ancient world upside down, but continue to underpin the way we think of life, worth, and meaning. Far from being a relic of the past, the distinctive ideas of Christianity, such as freedom, kindness, progress, equality, are a crucial part of the air that we breathe. As author Glenn Shrivner says in his introduction, the extraordinary impact of Christianity is seen in the fact that we don't notice it. Interesting again. This is a book for both believers and skeptics, giving Christians confidence to be open about their faith and showing non-Christians the ways in which the message of Jesus makes sense of their most cherished beliefs. Whoever you are, you'll gain a deeper appreciation for the values you hold dear as you discover the power and the profundity of Jesus and his revolution. So I don't know about y'all, but I'm intrigued. Yeah, I'm looking at the list of uh, endorsements on the the back cover. Uh, a list that you could be a part of, Brad. You know, a list Bradford's of book club. a list of people who definitely got a pre uh, pre uh, an advanced copy of this book here. No doubt. But it's got it's got a uh, two two of my faves. Uh, Who's on there? Michael Reeves. Oh yeah, he's um, great. Who we've talked about many times. Before. Another Brit. Uh, yes, and uh, Rebe- Rebecca uh, McLaughlin, who another yep. Brit. Yep, and she's been on Bradford's book club. Her book, that is. Yes, her book has. Yes, that is as that is true. Um, so yeah, no, I I am intrigued by this book as well. Um, there there it, it's kind of in this vein. There's a couple of other books that I've heard of that are in this vein, but Shrivner has, uh, I don't know, just a, a really simple way at at coming at um kind of more complex topics yeah. and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But And as much grief as I give Brad for recommending books that he hasn't read, uh, I will say that I I pre-ordered this book. Not right now. I pre-ordered oh. it like last week when you told me about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like off of his recommendation. That's right. I, pre- actually, I just pre-ordered it. Did you? Yes. <laughs> sure did. Is this a new thing that we're going to do on right, every Glenn, Bradford's book club? Maybe so. Only if it's good. Glenn's got to send me some of the profit for this thing. I mean, that's that's two, that's two um, purchases there. That, I mean, he's got to get mm-hmm. what three, four dollars out of that. Right, right, <laughs> right. I think that's high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, anyway. Well, the curveball we threw you of doing Bradford's book club first is for a very particular reason, and I'm going to let uh, the man, the one and only, John Mark Durow, explain why we did that. Here's James' album of the week. James' album of the week. 
what is happening? Why are you so confused right now? <laughs> what ails you in this moment? And what elixir do you need? <laughs> well, hopefully I have that for you today. It's a very special day because my album of the week is an album that I have personally actually contributed to, uh, recorded on, and been a part of. And that album is called Wanderings, and it is being released under the moniker of Shades. Yeah! Now, All right. everyone's real excited. <laughs> so, here's, here's the deal. This is an album that uh, you're going to hear more about on this episode as we have pre-recorded an interview uh, with myself, Jeremy Moore, and John Ball. Those are the two other kind of uh, main contributors to this project. We recorded the interview the other night because we wanted to be able to put out an episode while I was away on spring break. In order to do that, we kind of had to do a couple of back-to-back episodes here in the recording booth. And so that was one that we recorded, and that is what you are going to hear today. Real quick, I, I am really excited about this album. By the time that you are listening to this, uh, the first single will be dropping the first Friday in April, which is going to be on April 2nd, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Let me double check with my calendar. No, April 1st. April 1st is the first Friday. No fooling. No fooling. No fooling. The first single, uh, which is called You're Here With Me. Because I've been waiting on this album a long time. Yes. Yeah, so and if you pull an April Fool's joke on me, John Mark. <laughs> I told Jeremy and John that that was really funny. That, that was the date we chose. Like, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, Jonathan and Brad, they've been abreast of the recording process over the last several years. And I would come into the office randomly and be like, hey, you guys want to hear some some demos we've been working on? Hey, you want to hear uh, a rough mix? You want to hear uh, this new vocal we just put on? So they've been along this journey uh, with me and the other guys. Strung along some and Yeah, say. and it has, been, it has been a long journey. I can't tell you how many times Jonathan has said, when are you putting out the album? I'm so sick and tired of hearing about I'm so, you guys working I'm on so it. I'm so impatient. I'm a terrible friend. He's like, when are you putting it out on vinyl? I don't care how much it costs. Take out a loan. I don't care. I want it on colored vinyl, well, hand-numbered. It's, it's not coming out on vinyl. It's just going to be a digital release through Spotify, Apple Music, and wherever else people uh, like to steal from songwriters. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're all guilty. Kind of. I have Spotify, too. I do the same thing. It's okay. We're all guilty. <laughs> Don't feel any shame right now. You are forgiven through Jesus. <laughs> Um, seriously though, we're like, we're, I'm having a lot of fun with this. Uh, so that is the interview you're going to hear. So my album of the week this week is the album that I was part of. It's called Wanderings by Shades. The album comes out the final Friday of April, which is going to be April 29th. Over the course of the next four weeks, there will be a single every week that drops. I believe there's going to be a way, hopefully, where you can pre-add these things so that it automatically pops up into your library things like that. So we're going to play you a little clip from one of the songs, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy this interview. If you have any questions, you can always write in to midweek at shadesvalley.org. Because it Shades Midweek, you're...
part of the conversation. That's right, Brad. Thank you so much for that. So, hope you enjoy this interview, and please, please go search and add Shades and the songs and the album to your library. Thank you so much. Stream Studio, our very own John Mark DeRoe, Jeremy Moore, and John Ball. How are you guys doing today? Oh, man, we're good. Thank wow, you. sound effects. Thank you for that. Yeah. This is so professional, John Mark. We got it all, man. <laughs> I can't believe it, man. <laughs> we're doing it right now. We're really doing it. Studio audience for this. Yeah, now y'all have been in here before, but it's been a while. It's been a little bit. You know? Right? Yeah. Some things take time. Yeah, good things take time, I think. Exactly. <laughs> I hope so. Yes. Like a delicious casserole. You can't, mm, you yeah, can't I rush love casseroles. It. Yeah, no, I think... Or like uh, a crock pot situation. That's right. That's you don't want to rush it. You don't want to be a yeah. microwave. Obviously, I don't pot. do much cooking. <laughs> Listen, <But laughs> there was a terrible situation at Shades where maybe I shouldn't even mention that. No, you, you can bring it up. people would listen. There was like a crock pot barbecue incident at Shades on yep. Sunday. And a lot of people got, got sick. sick. It didn't end well. <laughs> so it need ta- make sure it, you take your time with certain things. That's know? right. That's the moral of the story. Exactly. Not too much time, though. I mean, yeah. you got to get it out. Yeah. We- <laughs> yes. Well, we definitely haven't digressed at all. <laughs> John Mark, why don't you tell us a little bit why we have these two guys with us in the studio? Yeah, well, I'm just really excited because April 2022 is finally going to be the fruition of a project that the three of us, really the four of us, including yourself, Brad, um, and and several others uh, have been a part of a a project and trying to finish uh, an album. And it's something that we've been working on really since the songwriting process started in 2016 and... So it's been several, several years in the making, and uh, April 2022 is going to mark the culmination of those efforts into an album that we're going to release uh, as Shades. Uh, That's the name of the group. It's basically a collaboration of artists, musicians, songwriters, worship leaders, and uh, the record is called Wanderings, and it's a full-length record of eight original songs that were written uh, many of them by the four of us here in this room. Um, there, there's a few others uh, that should be mentioned. Joseph Wolnski is a writer on the song, and 
Danny Delgado. Uh, That's Danny. right. Yep. Danny Delgado is a writer on a song. And so... Um, yeah, and we've just had a number of people that have been a part of this project. So that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about that project, how it came about, what Shades is, and, and all that stuff. And we covered some of that yep. in the previous episode, but mm-hmm. thought it would be good leading up to this release that we just get back together, hang out a little bit, maybe go go off the beaten path a little bit, but oh, hopefully yeah. stay focused. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So. Now, I imagine many people know who you are, John Mark. I'm a host of Shades Midweek. That's right. That is your <laughs> chief identity. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, love for Jeremy and John Balfe. You, you have a moment to uh, introduce yourselves for those that may not know you and maybe talk about how you got involved in the project. Yeah, so I'm Jeremy, and... I'm a local worship leader. I lead worship at Grace Fellowship, which is right literally down the road. Yeah, right down the road. Uh, You are neighbors with my pastor, Joel. That's right. Um, And I've been there for, I think, two years now, uh, which is great. Um, And it was kind of how I got involved was I started coming to Shades, uh, I guess back in like 2015 or so, I was coming out of another job and needed a place to land. And this was, I remember like sitting here my first Sunday, uh, you guys had turned the sanctuary like sideways. Oh, You yeah. were like kind of oh, looking man. on the sidewall there. That was summertime. It was yeah. weird, but it was like the most special thing. And I just sat in the pew, at, not pew, the, the seat and just bawled my eyes out. Wow. Because I loved it so much, yeah. Mm. So uh, I met my wife here um, through this. We started dating, and uh, we've been happily married for four years now and um, have just been writing and become very good friends with all of you. So, Yeah, and I met Jeremy through a mutual friend of ours. It was Preston, Preston Lovingood, I believe, that got oh, us connected. Yeah. And um, I had started playing music with Preston, and one day he texts me and said, hey, man, um, there's this uh, singer-songwriter here in town named Jeremy Moore, and I gave him your information. I think he's going to give you a call. He may want you to play drums for a show that he's got coming up. And I was like, oh, cool, man. I didn't know who you were. And so that's actually how we met. We just met in, in musical world, and that's we've cool. been friends ever that. since. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was probably – well, you had your, your album. Yeah. Uh, come out. When was that? Twenty fourteen. Yes, yeah, my love's like ghost. Long time ago. And uh, so, so uh, I played with you. I played with you on that on uh, a lot of those shows. So that was fun. So that's how we we met. And then you started. Was that the workplace show? Out here, or was that? Yeah, but I can't remember if there was like some there's shows there's, before. There's that. a show at Seeds. I was at that show. Really? At Seeds. I came to that show. Who else played on that? Uh, was that a release show? It was. Uh, was it a pre-release? No, it was it's a, a good show, man. You had a it good was, turnout. Uh, it was like the two-year anniversary at Seeds. Oh, okay. And yeah. we, they like put together a whole thing. And I gotcha. Yeah. Remember that? Wow. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's how Jeremy and Children I met, Walt. and then obviously John Ball. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you know, John Mark and I have been been best friends for I don't know, man. We're getting pretty old now. Um, what year? What year is it? <laughs> I'm trying to think how long. I mean, we met well, in like it's 2022. <laughs> yeah, so we met in 2004. Yeah, at least. Um, so y'all were in high school. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I was a freshman in high school. Yeah, and I was a junior. Yeah, yeah. And so we, you know, 
played music together and bands. I may, I may have been a senior. I can't remember. But yeah, we played with in bands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we played in bands all throughout high school. And I mean, I ne- really never stopped. I mean, we've 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 been doing some form of music together off and on since then, you know. Um, and so, yeah, so we, that's, that's how we we're connected, um, from the beginning. But I, I ended up when we, so I, I'm from Birmingham, obviously, but, um, went to school in, in Nashville to Belmont. And after we moved home from Birmingham, we ended up at Shades. John Mark had been on staff just for a little bit, I think, or maybe mm-hmm. you're part-time at that. I don't remember. Maybe you're part-time at that time, but part-time. yeah. And, um, so we moved home to Birmingham and we're looking for a place to land. It ended up at, that was, I guess that was 2014 and so 2014. Yeah, man, I'm getting yeah. old, I'm getting old when you like have to like yeah, think no. about, oh. you know, what year, what year is it? Um, <laughs> just gonna, that's just what I'm going to say all night. What year is it? Um, great. so ended up, yeah, here at Shades for, for a few years and, you know, get get involved in 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 the community and leading worship and loved our time here it was a great place for us at the time great place for us to be and um now i'm at uh at highlands college as a professor so which is actually where john mark and i went in in high school and played music together at church um for for a time uh back then too so anyway so it's kind of like it was you know bittersweet for us to leave shays but it was kind of a, a homecoming too at the same time so um, so yeah, so I, I'm I'm a professor there now, and um, yeah, we started. I'm trying to think. You know, we started writing songs for this project for Shades in 2016, and um, I remember, um, you know, kind of planning that JM. Like even when uh, during that that year, you know, we Sarah and I had like taken this position where I was leading worship at this place in California. We we're like, right. I'm, like trying not to go into all the details of my life here, but you know, we were we please do we were yeah please. So we were out there. It was a you know position where we were in California for half the year, and then back in Birmingham for half the year. And I just remember us texting about like, man, when we, when we get home, like we need to like write some some worship songs. It was like I had done some of my personal stuff, kind of like Jeremy, singer songwriter kind of stuff, and kind of totally burned out on that. It was like Christian e, you know, but not worship. And kind of felt like the next step was just like let's just write some really great worship songs for the church, you know. And um, I think I got home in like October, and I think we went on that writing retreat like a few weeks later. Yeah, <laughs> Wasn't it was it? In, it was in November, I think. Okay, yeah, maybe November of 2016, I want to say. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, we've just kind of consistently, more or less, you know, written. Try, we try and get together. You know, we're, there was that whole pandemic, so that kind of <laughs> made yeah. it hard to get together. But you know, we've just kind of consistently written, gotten together. Um, this kind of even in this room is kind of the core group, and other people have kind of come in and out. We've kind of written, you know, songs since then and, you know, tracked this record. We put out, you know, the three song EP in 2018. Yep. And um, also recorded drums and bass for this record we're about to put out in 2018, which, by the way, you know, I mean, we put it out the year that you and I both had children, and those children yes. are about to turn four. Yes. So if that tells you anything <laughs> about how long this is taking. And they turn four in April. <laughs> yep. Which is when we released the EP was in April of 2018. The EP release fell upon the same week that we both had our children. And so that was wild. And now we're finally releasing the full-length album in April of 2022. (laughs) Hey, that deserves a round of applause. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Straight from our live studio audience. Wow. 
Okay, now you've already mentioned this, but maybe for people that still might be a little confused, what are you guys again? Are y'all a <laughs> band? Are y'all uh, just getting together and doing this? Uh, who's behind this project? It's a conspiracy. <laughs> Some would say. Actually. Well, so music is a funny thing because we all have full-time jobs um we are not full-time musicians now Mm. i am a worship pastor Mm -hmm. but i am not practicing and playing music and gigging every single day so because of that um you know i think when sometimes when when someone that's not in the music world hears oh you have a band right yeah there's a lot of things there's a lot of assumptions that are made like oh well, they probably tour and travel together. Mm-hmm. They this is their uh, you know primary source of incomes. Let's say, yeah. Um, and, and there's a lot of, of assumptions that are made. But Maybe someone plays an individual instrument, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Like, oh, so you're the drummer, right? Or oh, Jeremy is the guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are the only three people in the band, and so when I put the record on, it's just going to be three instruments and. We're yep. just plugging in, ready to go, just like Nirvana or something exactly. like that. Um, <laughs> so definitely what we should have done. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, but, you know, with with kind of like, I, I don't know, modern day music making and releasing of music is so different than it was, you know, so let's say even back when we first started playing in bands, I feel like it's, mm, yeah. it's changed a lot. And so this is a project and it is a collaboration uh, between primarily myself, Jeremy, and John, but mm-hmm. also from a songwriting perspective, lyrics. Obviously, Brad, you've been included in many of our songwriting sessions um, and other people that I mentioned before. And then, as far as the recorded album aspect of it, the instrumentation that you hear, mm-hmm. there are a number of friends and people that came on board and played on the record with us. So when you're listening to it, it's not necessarily just the three of us playing, but there's a number of things happening and a number of layers and accoutrements ah, that we've added. Ah. Um, so, okay. so yeah, so it's, it's yeah. a project and, and really at the heart of it, at the heart of it, like John was saying, when we got together in 2016 to write, the goal was let's get together and see if we can put some songs together for the local body for the local church that was the goal there was no oh man let's let's write the best song that we can write so that we can then go up to nashville (laughs) and pitch it to all the record label execs and hope that they will love it and that chris tomlin will cover it next year and it will be all over the radio all over k-pop if you're um, listening, Chris, though, yeah. Now the offer, would, uh, the offer still stands. <laughs> yeah, uh, I must say, no. But that's not the the goal. The goal of this project yeah. is ultimately to put out uh, beautiful, creative music that glorifies God. That yep. the people, the local body, can enjoy. I mean, obviously, the way music works now, you can put your record out, and anyone in the world can listen to it and download it and hear it. Um, that's the beauty of technology that we have today. And so that's that's really the goal. We want people to listen yeah. to it and hear it, meditate on it, pray with it, um, all of those things. Well, that's cool because I've heard you guys talk about how so many of the songs that we sing in church today is written by a small group yeah. of people. And so I know you all have a passion for songwriting to happen within the context of the local church. Anything else you want to say about that? or? Yeah, I think... Uh 
it's very easy to be uh, a critic of worship songs <laughs> and then go try it. <laughs> uh, that's what I've found through this project is like, actually, it's, it's really hard to figure out what kind of words and what kind of prayers to pray in a service that you're offering to other people to pray, to shape and form their spiritual walk and their, you know, hour and a half of refocusing and refreshing and um, just like reframing their, their minds throughout the entire rest of the part of their week. Mm. I mean, like truly is it's, it was way harder and is way harder consistently than anything that I've ever had to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, we, we've always really held ourselves to a really high standard too, which is something that I'm, I'm really thankful for that. I, you know, I think we work well together, but it's, but there's also a level of trust there to where often, you know, we'll bring something and we're like, you know, nope, that's, it's not good enough. Like, how can we say that better? Like that's lazy or that sounds like something else, you know, I've heard that before or, you know, and, and so that's difficult to, cause sometimes, you know, there is a certain sense of because we're so kind of inundated with worship music these days that there are a lot of things we're just, you know, there are ways to say certain things that we're familiar with. So in a certain sense, it is kind of easy to write a bad worship song, you know, like that, that's actually easier than writing, you know? And so to sit down and write something that is, you know, hopefully really intentional and, um, and thoughtful and, um, and true is, um, and, and, and creative and original. I mean, that's, it's hard, right? Mm -hmm. So, and, and, you know, it's interesting too, something you said, JM was, you know, originally there was no, um, it was just the songs. So that's been, you know, a process, even since probably the last time we talked of working these songs out into recorded form, Mm -hmm. you know, letting them come to life a little bit because it was just, you know, the, the chords and the melodies and the words, and now it's like, okay, like, let's put some instruments to this. Like, what are these songs, what what do they sound like with, you know, a band or instrumentation around them? And so that's been, that's been a, you know, we were texting back and forth. That's been a, for some songs, it came really easy. It was a lot of fun. Other songs right. was like a battle. Right. You know, it was like, I love the lyrics. I love this song. But like, what are we going to, how do we make this, how do we put this on the record? Like, what do mm-hmm. we, what do we do here? You know? Yeah, and I think though those are it's it's fun to have to go through the fire to some degree with you know testing ourselves and our will and our thought process, um, but it takes it take it can take a long time, and so it's you know kind of going to the to the recording aspect of this whole thing. We put out the EP which was three songs, Peace Making Us One in All Things. We did it, we kind of did like an acoustic EP style. And uh, we were actually, the genesis of this whole thing is that we were actually going to go back into the studio with uh, this engineer that we had worked with. His name's Brad Timko. We love Brad. Shout out to Brad. Love Brad. And he had a, he had a studio in Avondale. He had his own studio. That's where we recorded the EP. And one we had this whole session scheduled where we were actually going to go back and we were going to record three more songs kind of in that same style, in that vein of just more acoustic, no drums, nothing like that. 
And something weird happened. It was like the day that we were supposed to do the session, he had to cancel. He had a new uh, console in, like his his board, basically his soundboard. And there was some channels he had to fix. All that to say he had to cancel on us. Then that gave us time to reflect. It really just gave me time to convince John and Jeremy <laughs> that we That's needed to do a full-length album because I kept badgering them about it and not backing down and being super annoying. So you guys weren't convinced at first that this was a good idea. <laughs> well, no, it was way too. It's a way. It's a huge project. Yeah, it's just a huge undertaking. You know, financially, time. It just yeah. didn't make any sense at all. It didn't make any <laughs> sense, and we had never played them as a band before, yeah. so it was like, if we do this, we're, we don't know arrangements, we don't know. So uh, we called Brad, and once he got things up and running again, we actually moved over to Communicating Vessels, which is a studio in Woodlawn, and we'll get we'll get more to that studio later, but um, so the studio in Woodlawn where a lot of like really cool indie alternative music that, come, that comes out of Birmingham has been recorded there really cool stuff and that's where we we cut started cutting drums and bass and some other things in december of 2018 hmm. december of 2018 is when we a different age started yeah and we went into the studio and i think it was it was two or three days we had two days friday saturday and we thought okay let's just try to get as much done as we can in these two days and we'll we'll just kind of see where we're at at the end of this thing uh, we ended up finishing all the, well, mostly all the drums, I should say. And we had to, that was kind of the grind. It was like, okay, all these songs, we've never really played these as a band before. Nope. I've never played these on drums. We got to come up with parts. That's what I was going to say. Now, when you say out. drums, who's playing drums here? So so I cut all the drums on the record, and John Ball cut all the bass. And then as far as everything else, it's just every man for himself. I think we everybody was playing something at some point. I don't know what. What happened? We had Jeremy's <laughs> playing piano on different tracks. Like, we're all playing acoustics. Um, there's vocals everywhere. Um, but that initial, you know, first uh, couple of days was really just to get a foundation laid for the record. So then we took that back. And when was the next time we got back? Yeah, we spent studio? all our money. And then you we, know, did we had to wait some money. six months. We had to wait. <laughs> I don't remember. I have no idea. I, do I, I don't think, remember the next time I got I do think we spent some money, uh, which was this, like the sleep design money, which is a band that John and I had been in. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't like we were taking it out personally, but it was just money that had been sitting there. And we waited a few months, I think got enough money to buy more time, got the piano tuned at the studio, yep. tracked piano, amongst other things. And so over the last three years... That's how we've been making the record. This is like, okay, we've got, you know, John will text us and he'll be like, oh, we just got $300 in the TuneCore account from the sleep design. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, well, we got enough money. Let's go back in the studio yeah. and cut some more vocals because we're not done yet. Yep. And so that's kind of how it happened. Eventually, um, and if you guys want to jump in, that's great. Go for jump it. Yep. in. Um, eventually, we got the funds to get the project mixed. So it took us so how long yeah. did the track I'd say real take? quick before we get into mixing, yeah, yeah. I'd oh, say yeah. I'd say, you know, the cool thing about this project is that, you know, the three of us did track so much of it, but there's you know, we had the opportunity partially honestly because of COVID and shutdown. Yeah. Right. It it forced us to be creative about who 
who could or should play on the record. So, True. you know, we're able to reach out to like, you know, some, some mutual friends like in Nashville to play guitar or, you know, do strings. some strings arrangements. Um, we brought in some people to play some horns, yeah. like just some, you know, because we had the time, right. honestly, it's like, it worked in our favor to have the, to, to spread it out to, in a certain sense. Cause it was right. like, all right, well, We've got two days booked, so like, how can we make the most of these two days? Yeah, that's true. You know, it's like, okay, well, what if we had horns come in for two hours or what, right. or whatever, you right. know? And so, so, are you saying that all the parts weren't recorded in Birmingham in the studio in Birmingham? Oh no, M- majority yeah. of the parts I would say were recorded at Convest. There were some things that were recorded here in my office. Wow. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. couple at the church at the church, yeah. which is cool. There were some things recorded in Nashville. Electric guitars were recorded in and Nashville. Strings. Strings. And strings. Yep. Um and I believe yeah, I don't think I don't think we did any other overdubs anywhere else. But you know, I mean I'm just thinking back, I'm kinda of processing, you know, thinking out loud. But even, you know, certain things like, okay, we've got these days for vocals and like you know, we like I wish Ashley could come, but she's like not available. So like, who else right. can we get to sing some BGVs? Right. Yeah, I mean, there was days literally where I'm like BGVs, background vocals. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. There's literally, you know, there was that one day where we were like, what could we do like some group vocals? And I like texted some of my students <laughs> from one of my class. Like, we, there's like some of my students are on. Yeah, you, know, some you gotta of these do songs. what you gotta do. You, you know, it's like yeah. we need some female vocalists. And I was like, I know some. Can you guys come to the studio? You know, it's just like so. There's a lot of cool stories like that all throughout. You know, yeah, we didn't even know the trumpet player. Uh, we knew Jamie Harper, who plays baritone sax and flute on the record. And and I just told Jamie, if you know a trumpet player, if he can be here at the time that you're going to be here, let's just see what happens. Let's just throw it down. I don't know if it's going to work or not. Yeah. So we did use some of that too. And so you just get you just get into little moments like that. Adam Wesley yep. helped us out some, which is a friend of ours. And so yeah, it was a it was a fun. It it just happened in little spurts over the last three years. It'd be like, oh, it's July, let's work on it again. Oh, it's November, I guess we should work on the record some more. Man, the funnest part though, for all of it, was like we found not only just like good friends, but like people that we trusted, like artists that we really trusted to do the work, especially like with strings and guitar, mm-hmm. like right. and. And even like Brad, uh, the sound engineer, it was like, you do your thing. Yeah. And and I think that we got like the most beautiful thing we could have out of it. Instead of saying, I we have some parts that we want you to play. You yeah. Know? Yeah. A lot of creative freedom. And that's yeah. and that was just the theme for this whole record is like, hey, we just really want you to do what you do. Yeah. And and that's good enough. Yeah. You know. Totally. Yeah, I feel like there's a life lesson in there. I don't quite know what it is. I can't put my finger right on it. But I do know that, to echo that, it's we had all these really creative, awesome people involved with the project, not just musically, but also with the artwork and some of the direction there. And I think our, our whole aim was we don't want to control every aspect of what it is that you're doing. We actually just want you to, we, we want you to have the music and let it speak to you. And then you kind of pour something from yourself into it. And dude, I, I would say nine out of 10 times, like it was a hundred percent right yep. on. And we're all just sitting there going, I, I couldn't have asked for this. Like this was the perfect, it was the perfect guitar part. It was the perfect string thing, like whatever it was. So that was a really cool 
part of this whole process. Uh, that's cool. Okay, so you guys are doing this over a long period of time, and from hearing you talk, a lot of this feels like it's kind of on the fly, <laughs> like making it up as you go, not knowing necessarily what someone's going to contribute or how they're going to contribute. So was there any tension? Was there any disagreement along the way? Any conflict? Was it all smooth sailing? I mean, I'm, there's just a lot going on here. And we want to get to the real story here, yeah. at, here at Shades Midweek, the, <laughs> the behind the music, if you will. I don't know. Was, I mean, I don't feel like there ever was in the studio. There no. may have been the times where it was, always a happy yeah, place there may have been the times part. where it was tense, like, we just got to work, you guys. Like, we got to get in the studio. Right. Right? Yeah. And that was a battle That sometimes. was hard. Well, and too, like, when you were trying to figure out some of those ideas, like, Have Mercy is one, where you're out in kind of the weeds, and it's like, I'm frustrated, and I'm kind of getting angry, but I'm, I'm not even angry at you, but we're yeah. like, I don't know what to say, and we're, we're just kind of all finished right now, but yeah. we're on, we have four hours left and this has <laughs> to get recorded yeah well i will say one tricky part there's eight songs on the record two of them are primarily sung by myself two are sung by jeremy two are sung by john ball and two are sung by my wife ashley oh wow and so and then there's one in there that that john and ashley kind of share together but all of our voices appear throughout the record at different times and honestly that was one of the hardest parts mm-hmm. vocals take forever i mean we're going we're kind of doing a deep dive into the recording aspect of it but vocals do take forever so that was just a really hard aspect of like okay ashley works full time but we got it she's got to record these songs and she's got to sing bgv background vocals and we have to do all these things so it you know all that stuff but you know We just kept looking back on it every step of the way. (laughs) Honestly, something good would happen. Something would fall into place. And we were like, like, well, only God could have orchestrated this. Like, it just took so long. And But we kept looking back going, oh, this person, you know, they they did such a phenomenal job. And if we wouldn't have waited, like, I don't think we could have gotten them. Like, I think... They would have they would have had another project that they were committed to at the time if we had asked them six months ago, that kind of thing, you know. And that when you were talking about with COVID, that's kind of what yeah. happened. Yeah, COVID happened, which for musicians was like you know really really tough. And so when we tracked guitars, I believe guitars and strings were both tracked during 2020. I think so. When mu- those musicians yeah. really needed work. Yeah. And I honestly think if it had been in 2019, I think both of those those people that played would have totally been yeah. booked and probably wouldn't have had time to, mm, yeah. to make the record. Yeah, I think you're right. And and the same with the mix engineer, too, that mixed the record. Yeah, Mike wow. Beck. yeah go into that. Talk, yeah. about, talk about Mike. Okay, so real quick, just we're, we are really doing a deep dive on the studio stuff, but... I will say I'm a little disappointed no one stormed out at any point and yeah, said that they that were happened. done with the record. I don't remember that. I mean, I do. You know, I think if there was any tense moments, it probably was vocals, which is what vocals. you know, <laughs> what John Mark mentioned. Just because, and I'm thankful. I've texted Jeremy this the other day, so it's not the first time I've told him this. But you know, Jeremy really um, produced. He's intense. Yeah, he produced the vocals <laughs> and even his own. Yeah, even his own vocals. I mean, like. You know, but Jeremy is very demanding when it comes to vocals. Um, (laughs) But what we got is, I mean, the vocals sound incredible, and that's the thing that sometimes kills a record is the vocals. Oh wow! You know, like in my in my view, anyways, if the vocals are bad, then you know it doesn't really matter anything else. But the vocals are are amazing. You know, not because we're all great vocalists, but because you know Jeremy 
you know, pulled the best out of us. Right. And um, so those were definitely some tense moments. But I think that I think we figured that out quickly and it kind of accepted it. We're like, okay, we're tracking vocals. Jeremy's gonna be tough on us, this but is like, suck. yeah, but it's worth it. Here, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's you fine. can, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll bleep it out, yeah. <laughs> um, so no, but okay. it, that's the that's the way that it goes. I come from the school of like, I mean, of just like being told to sing literally a couple words over and over mm-hmm. and over because you have to get it right, and that's just the way I was like, this has to be right because I want to listen to this till I die yeah, you know totally and it's worth it it's worth like that time and energy to to like we're gonna I want to get the best out of you yeah and but it sucks when you're being told sorry keep using that word wow <laughs> it's alright it's a no, safe space uh, it's just really <laughs> it's just really it's just really tough when uh, when you're just being told no you're not good enough no that's not good enough yeah. no try it again no I believe you have another one no keep doing it keep doing it. I mean it's like yeah at a certain yeah. point you have to just you know you have to accept like I'm not taking I'm not going to take this personally like it's not like I know Jeremy doesn't think I'm a bad singer but like I just I want we want the same thing yeah right so like yeah. I'm just going to keep going until Jeremy likes it because if he likes right. it then it's going to be really good you know? right I'm picturing Jeremy as the uh, farmer's insurance guy from the movie with the uh, drums what's oh, that movie J.K. called Simmons Whiplash <laughs> Whiplash yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that movie? I have actually. That's yeah. the picture that's being painted in my mind. I yeah, know that it was perfect, not actually. that extreme. No, I was re- close to it. I, I was really prying. Uh, I mean, the reality kinda, is, I don't know. The reality <laughs> is, you guys were really well together. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you do the recording. So you get through all that. Brad, What's was that when we met? Did we meet seeing that movie? No, we saw Birdman together. Sorry, That's same right. year. Great year for movies. Yeah, I, a lot uh, of percussion in that movie too. Yeah. So. Sorry. He yeah, and you were late. You were like late for the movie. So like me and Brad oh, for Birdman. Brad, oh yeah. yeah. So Brad was like John. I was like Brad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I told Brad like you know yeah, Jumbo. Exactly. He looks. He, he's got like blonde hair and stuff. You'll yeah. see him. Yeah, I hope <laughs> yeah. this is right. I'm gonna go sit next to him in an empty theater. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Amazing. Okay. Amazing. Well, so. Kind of on the topic of vocals and the way that things sound. So I've talked about on Shades Midweek before about my love for Young Oceans. And, and we do, uh, Young Oceans is a worship project by this guy named Eric Marshall. Used to be based out of Brooklyn. I believe he's in Nashville now. And I really appreciate his music. I, I love his stuff quite a bit. Love the way that his records sound. I found out who mixed his records. It was a guy named Mike Beck, who's in Brooklyn. And as we were finishing up the record, the conversation would always turn to, well, who's going to mix this record? And real quick, the process of mixing is basically you have all these digital files. They are like the drums and the guitar and the piano vocals. And then you, you kind of turn it over. You turn over all those files to this audio engineer that then takes it. And he's like this chef. He's like, he's like taking all mm. the ingredients and he is making like a really good stew or something like that. Casserole. He's, just, he's putting it in. He's I'm putting loving a little the bit cooking illustration. He's getting some sauce going. He's getting, a, you know, everything's Amazing. happening. So it's know? an important role. It's a very important role. Okay. This, honestly, for me, this could like make or break the record because. Yes, like everything that you've inputted into the record, the, all the heart into it, the creativity, the sounds and all that, that's all well and good. But balancing all those levels and going somewhere deeper with it takes a really special individual. And so this is a very important process of the record, any record. And I found out who it was. We actually initially reached out to him 
and it was kind of like a weird back and forth. And then some time went by. We really honestly didn't have the money yet, yeah. you know, so we didn't even know. Like, even if he took it on, we didn't know. And then um, I'm trying to think of, I think we, uh, okay. We reached out to a handful of other people, you know. He was on, he was on the list, but it was like, well, let's, you know, there was, there was a few on the list, and it was just kind of like. Maybe some people Jeremy worked with before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just some, some that you had worked yeah, with. Yeah, some I worked with, some that we just, you know, had mixed some other records we liked. You know, and it was just like none of it was it was like closed door, closed door. Yeah, everybody you know. was very busy um, or whatnot. Maybe it was a little above budget, yeah, yeah. you know, and we all couldn't agree on it. So finally, I just on a whim, I was like, you know, I'm just going to reach out to Mike back one more time and just kind of tell him what's up and let's just see. Well, he responded and he said, because uh, I, I sent him the files and he said, I really like these songs. I really want to work on this record. But he did have a, a caveat, and which was, you know, I'm really not doing music full time right now, but I'm still taking on some mixed projects. He's like, I'm going to full time be like a psychoanalyst or something like that. And he said, but I'd love to take this project on. I can mix it at, in the evenings and things like that. It may it may just take longer than normal. To we were like perfect. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> wow. Like, well, you're our guy. <laughs> Sign me up, Mike. And we got back with him. We worked with him on the budget. I had a phone conversation with him. It was really cool. We got to talk about the Young Oceans records and um, just his process and working with it. And it was at that time that I realized, like, oh, wow, like he, the last record that Young Oceans did was completely mobile because it was yeah. during COVID. And really, Mike assembled that record. Like, he was a producer. So that's when I started. I just told him, I was like, man, listen, here's the deal. Like, we're going to give you these files, but you do anything you want to do. And he was like, are you sure you want me to do that? And I was like, yes. Like, whatever crazy stuff you want to do, go for it. Once again, kind of in that vein of let's just have creative freedom here and just see what these what these people can do. And he started working on the record. And once again, that whole process had its ups and downs. It took a while. It took longer. He apologized. <laughs> he was just like, "Man, I'm sorry. We've had we've had he a moved baby. in the middle he of moved, it. He moved, yeah. which oh, moving wow. in Brooklyn during the pandemic. I mean, all Gosh. these things, crazy." It's like, and, yeah, my monitors are in uh, in the kitchen right now. I'll, I'll probably get to it in like three weeks. Yeah, just yeah. crazy stuff, man. Yeah, in fact, at one point we thought he may have to drop it. We thought because yeah. he was like, "If you guys need to go with someone else." And he like, already mixed a few songs okay. at that point. And we were loving the songs. Yep. We were like, oh, my gosh. He was knocking the vocals out of the park. Mm-hmm. He ended up finishing the record. We loved it. Then we got uh, his buddy that masters the record um, to master it. His name's Joe Lambert. And then the record's been finished. Really, the record's been finished since, what, 2021? Yeah. What month? Probably know, October. Fall sometime, yeah. Maybe October of 2021. Yeah, yeah. sounds right. And so seven months later, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, it's it, it's perfect for us, you know. It's just in our typical style. We finish something, we we rest for you know half a year. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then finally one of us perks up and says, "Hey, we should probably do something. Let's you guys. just do it." Well, Let's yeah, see. and we finished the 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 songs got mastered, and once that happened, we had the finished files. And then we sat around for maybe like a month and kind of went back and forth on artwork and all this yep. stuff. And Mary Grace Wolski did the art for us. She, uh, it's beautiful. She, d- once again, we kind of told her, like, gave her like a little bit of a direction, nothing super specific, but like, 
hey, we like these things that you've done. Could you do something in this vein? And she started doing some really beautiful work, and um, we've had Andrew Thompson help us out with some design stuff. And so, yeah, I mean, really, we're just, uh, we finally kind of put all the finishing touches on it in March. Yeah. And it's all about to come out, finally. Yeah. So, I mean, we are putting out a single every Friday in the month of April. Okay. Um, so there's actually fi- it works out perfectly. There's five Fridays in April this year. I don't know if I, guess, I don't know if that's a normal thing, but this year there's five Fridays in April. So we're releasing something every Friday in the month of April. We'll do a single every week leading up to you know the actual album coming out the last Friday in April, which is what the 29th. <laughs> I think I, I should, believe. should probably on. know let, that. Let me, let me check real quick. So the first single comes out on April 1st. Yep. And then every subsequent Friday from there on. There will be another single until April 29th when the full-length album drops. Yeah. And I will say, you know, it's eight songs, but it is a full-length record. I mean, it's a 50-minute yeah. long journey called Wanderings. That's what we called the record. Okay, so where can I find this? Is this coming out on CD, or what are you guys talking <laughs> about? <laughs> Cassette? Cassette. Uh, Blockbuster? Can I rent it there? Or that Didn't Blockbuster do CDs? Can I Netflix it? Can they? Will they send yeah. it to my mailbox? <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. Can I get it at the library? <laughs> That's when you know. That's when you know. Can I test the CD at the library? <laughs> With the headphones you put on? Yeah. Right. Coconuts up at the summit. <laughs> John Mark used to love coconuts. Yeah, dude. That was yeah. still open when we started recording this record. <laughs> Not anymore, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so, okay, so where can we, so, where yeah, can we find this music? Uh, it'll be available anywhere you listen to music like streaming wise <laughs> okay so we're not gonna you know we aren't gonna actually make physical copies it's 2022 we'd right. love to press some some vinyl but you know maybe one day if someone gives us enough money to do that's it, right if you if you it. are desperate for a a vinyl record of this this album mm. um all you have to do is donate three thousand um, dollars yeah <laughs> a few thousand bucks and it's we nothing. can make that happen um <laughs> But no, so it'll be it'll be available on all streaming platforms. So you know, Apple Music and Spotify and all the rest. Man, that's exciting. Well, hearing you guys talking about it, I wish there was a way that we could listen to some songs. Well, fancy that, Brad. We we have a way uh, through the Bluetooth technology that exists in the world. I think it's some type of technology that literally flows right through my body. <laughs> Um, it's actually flowing through all of our bodies right now Wow! from Which, all of our devices at one time. I have a new, appre- so a new appreciation Bluetooth. for it when you say that. <laughs> I have no idea how these things work, but what I do know is that through the magic of this technology, I can play you a song. Should we? Oh, that'd be amazing. Peek? Do we want oh, sneak peek? How yeah. oh, do we want to listen to just a little bit? Do we, how, Let's wh- listen how? to a little bit. Okay, so just a little bit. So this is... Uh, Let's just listen to the beginning of this track. This is called "You're Here with Me." This is going to be the first single. First single available. This is the April first thing 1st. you hear when you. Yeah. Source 
So that's a little bit of a taste of the first single, Brad. Wow. And John Mark, you're doing the vocals there, right? Classic Brad timing. That's Ashley. I brought up the vocals because they sound phenomenal, just like we were talking about earlier. Everything sounds great. Yeah, that's a that's a really cool song, man. I was actually going through here. Have you guys ever uh, listened to that podcast, Song Exploder, where they yeah. like go through the song a little bit? So I was trying to find in my voice memos uh, one of the first times I was working on this. So I'm just gonna kind of play this on a whim. I don't oh know God. what this oh is gonna no. be this like. Oh no, this is me. Well, I'm assuming this is me in my home where I used, we used to live in Crestwood. Uh, north and um, this was me kind of trying to get the idea for that song now that song was finished um, by myself John Jeremy Brad Mm -hmm. but it was really you two John Uh, Ball the other guy Kelly Robertson is a friend of mine yeah that's right Um, he's kind of the other random lone songwriter on this album and he he contributed one day he helped us with the bridge melody he helped us with the bridge melody and uh yeah, really. I mean, at the heart of this song, you know, when we started to work on it, I had the chorus idea, you're here with me, a very simple thing, not not anything like super wild. Mm-hmm. And then we decided, like, let's write a song about the Holy Spirit yeah. and talk about the attributes, um, who the Holy Spirit is, and it just kind of being this peaceful reminder uh, that he is with us. So I'm going to try to play this let's just see what happens i have no idea oh wait hold on that's still the normal oh, it's still song. going it's still going. still going oh man hold on all right so i have no idea but this is kind of like a song exploder thing where we that's cool that's fun all right Trying to find the melody. Yeah. I, don't have the melody I hear the yet. chords though. Yeah. yeah. It's that little part. Uh-huh. Oh, so you're that with was, me now. I know you're yeah, with me now. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, like, I think it was kind of rainy that day, and I was yeah. just at home by myself. Uh, August 12th, 2016. Wow. So that was actually before we got together at our writing retreat, I believe. Wow. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. Because I've got the dates in here. Our writing retreat was November 4th and 5th, which I've got some fun ones we could listen to for yeah. that as well. But yeah, the thing I remember about that song was, yeah, I think that I think that we got together and worked on it, just me and you, John Mark, at first. Yep. And then had another session with the, us four, and I think Kelly, yeah. maybe Kelly was there that day. And um, but I remember you playing that part, and just that guitar part was so cool. Yeah, you I just know? remember being like so wrapped up in it. Yeah, and and I think we came around to maybe that first day. The you know I know you're here with me, um, and that yeah, talking about like what if we like just went through yeah you know the way that the Holy Spirit is described in in the Bible. Like what if we you know my Comforter. You know, mm-hmm. uh, source of truth. Strength, you know, strength. You know, and so, you know, that's what's so cool about songwriting is sometimes it's like it's this fight. It's this fight. What are we gonna do here? And that was kind of like a breakthrough moment of like, okay, yeah. this is what it's about. And once we yeah. had that, it was like it just kind of flowed, right? Yeah. Um, and and you know, kind of that the the chorus is kind of you know, 
in, in my mind, it's kind of like a Bruce Springsteen song a little bit. Like I, yeah. I you know, I, the thing I love about Bruce Springsteen, it's a great I was, I was yeah. thinking born in the USA when <laughs> yeah. the song started. Well, off. well, what I mean by I'm that, kidding, go ahead. what I mean is that born in the USA is actually a great example. You proved my point, Brad. Yes. Because Blow the thing, my that, mind the thing right that I love about Bruce Springsteen is he, his verses. There's so many lyrics, right? Think about born in the USA. It's like the story. There's so many lyrics packed in, but the course is just like one thing. Born yeah. in the USA. And so, like, you know, this song is, there's a ton of lyrics. And it actually took us a while to even figure out, how do we sing all these well with the melody? Right. And then the, the chorus is just, I know you're here with me. Right. And so, um, I, you know, and I think that, that that with the Holy Spirit, you know, I mean, we, I think oftentimes a lot of our songs about the Holy Spirit are like, you know, come Holy Spirit, you know, like we want this like encounter with you, Holy Spirit, and there's even some of that in this song, like in the bridge. But the thing that I love about it is it, and and there are some good songs like this, but it's just like, like he's here with us right now, right? It's just right. like it's an awareness, right? So choosing to recognize, like I know you're here with me. It's not like, you know. So, anyways, I don't know. It's kind of a simple song with a lot of lyrics, you know, because there's yeah. a lot to write about, but right. I love it. It's one of my favorite songs on the record. It's it's the recording is probably one of my favorite things that I've been a part of musically, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah from where John Mark cut it off to the end, it's pretty special. Yeah. <laughs> if yep. I say so myself. Yep. <laughs> Gotta keep like, listening. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was looking through here. And one of the cool things too, last thing I'll say about that song is you know, at the end, um, you know, you'll have to You'll have to listen to it when it comes out. But there's a yeah. cool refrain that comes in at the end of that song yeah. that is from one of those spontaneous moments at our first writing retreat. Right. The, the lyrics were kind of similar. We're like, oh, what if we brought this in? You know, so there's that song. I don't know. That song is just it's special. Yeah. Separate yeah. corporate action. This was like later in January of 2017. But you know, that's what's cool. Sometimes like songs, so to kind of shift gears for a second, sometimes songs like that, when it takes a while for it to fully be fully formed and come together, it may take multiple sessions. I may, you know, I came up, that, that first idea I had in August, but I probably didn't show anybody for a while, or maybe I sent a voice memo to you guys. But we never worked on it until like 2017, you know. Then you do one right, two back-to-back writing sessions and try to finish it. But when we were working on this song "Peace," uh, which was the first song that we wrote together, we this this came about kind of in a worship uh, moment that we had at our writing retreat. And so I was gonna try to play some of this. I'm not gonna play like the whole thing or try to embarrass anybody. But this was like a pretty raw worship moment that we had where we formed the song peace which we've played here on sunday mornings let's see if i can pull some of this up that's the part you were just talking about yeah this part shows up at the end of right at the end of you here with me yeah it's a little different there yeah there's some other stuff happening. Man, we need to go listen to this. We need to do some that. ideas. We there. need to do that again. Yeah, yeah just get really together do. and. Yeah. Yes, Brad. Getting pretty intense. Wow. 
Where's the peace part? Let me see if I can find this. Peace. That was another song we had, I think. Another song hmm. idea. Nonetheless, yeah, you get the you get the feel. Uh, what was this part? Hold on. So this is outside. There's Jeremy. Some birds in the background. Yeah, some birds. So you guys are getting to hear special stuff right now. Yeah, this is like nobody, the, nobody this is like the Beatles get back. I'm loving this right now. <laughs> oh, we did the five over seven there. That was cool. <laughs> November 5th, 2016. That was a cool yeah, song, man. We sat out on Danny's porch out yeah. there and just hashed the verses out to that song and wrote the chorus and it yeah. just came together. Yeah. I remember, yeah, we wrote the we wrote the verse the verses out on the porch, and maybe we had the chords for the chorus. I remember going maybe like going back downstairs because we had you know kind of a band set up a little bit downstairs in the basement area, and and the chorus coming together. That song just clicked in like a day. Yeah, you know, it was like the f- yeah. after we, we had yeah, kind of struggled. Yes. Yeah, we had this writing retreat where we were gone for a couple days. The first day was a bomb. <laughs> yeah, it was like, tough. Are we gonna? Are we just should we go home? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the next day it was like we wrote we wrote peace. I mean that's yeah. what we did that day. You know, so wild. Okay, so maybe we can listen to another song on the album. Could that be a thing? Yeah, you want me to play another? Uh, maybe clip play of maybe something? play peace. Yeah. Peace is not a single. It probably should be. Everybody's familiar with the acoustic version, and we're just listening to a bit of it from the. Oh yeah. Here, let me get let, let me get a little bit of this going here.
come a long way. Wow. I haven't listened to it in a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. You know what is like hitting me really hard right now is the conversation within the song. Mm. Like it's so like call and response. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, I just, you don't find that very often. Mm. Yeah. Well, and I can say this because I wasn't involved in the recording aspect at all. That sounds so freaking good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That yes, sounds incredible. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, you know. I was getting emotional just yeah. listening to it. It's oh, one of those yeah. things, you know, that we, I don't know. I think there's a part of it that, you know, we can't really. I don't know. I mean, we, we've set up the right people and given the right freedoms, and, you know, we've worked really hard on it, obviously, but sometimes I listen back to it. I was telling these guys earlier that I'm like, I'm kind of like an obsessive listener before I put things out. Before mm-hmm. I release things, I like listen. I'm like, okay, what are people going to hear when they hear this song or whatever, you know? And so, um, so I've listened to it, you know, pretty recently, and it sounds like way better than I ever thought it would. Absolutely. You know? Um, like when, like when John Mark was convincing us to do a record, I was like, I never thought it would sound this good, <laughs> honestly. You well, know. it says a lot about like, especially for it being four years long of a, you know, a fight to get it actually out. Uh, I expected myself to get really tired of the songs. Yeah. And when I listen back to them, I'm actually not tired of them. Yeah. Which I, I find insanely interesting. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, you know, one thing I want to say about the record and that I want to encourage everyone because I do hope that everyone listens to it and gives it gives it a moment, gives it some time. Um I think the heart behind it is that it, once we finish the record and we kind of listen to it from front to back together, one thing that really that we realize very quickly this is an album that really has to be listened to and paid attention to and kind of it's not going to necessarily be a record that you would just put on at dinner time. Yeah. Um not to say that you couldn't. I mean, I hope you put it on at dinner time. All but time. I but I think but I think that in order to fully immerse yourself into it, my encouragement is maybe do what you normally wouldn't do with music these days, which, and I'm guilty of this is, you know, new release Friday comes up and I get on Spotify. I see what new has been released. And I may listen to like a song of something. I'll fast forward. You know, where is it, is it going to be good? Am I going to like it? I don't know if I, if I'm don't like it, I quickly move on to something else. Maybe even an album that I do like, maybe I listen to it a few times and then I forget that it's even in my library yeah. Or maybe I've you know didn't really pay that much attention to. I do feel like this is a record that's meant to be sat with, and being able to meditate on it, to pray with it. Um, I think that's the kind of record that it is, and I think that is the way to to get the full experience out of, to get the most out of these songs, is to actually be able to sit down. Maybe you know don't. Don't get on your phone. Turn that off. No double screening, kind of a thing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, watch Netflix while I listen to <laughs> some yeah. music or whatever. Yeah. I can't imagine people do crazy things. <laughs> I'm gonna vacuum and no, I, I just really think like I don't know. I just picture like sitting down on the couch listening at night, it. and instead of turning on Netflix, you turn on the record, 
and you uh, and hopefully the Lord can can move through it and speak to you in some way and encourage you in some way. Maybe you share it with some friends. Maybe you share it with somebody that doesn't know God. That's kind of my hope. I think yeah. at the end of the day, I, I really that's just what I'm going to be telling everybody. Please just sit with it. Yeah. You know, don't let it be kind of the flavor of the week, if you will. But come back to it. I hope you come back to it. I think the the songs are worth are worth that. I don't. I don't think I'm just saying that because I was a part in writing them. I, I really do believe in them, and I think the the Holy Spirit just has a way of working through music. Music has blessed me and has saved my life in so many ways, and the Lord has worked th- used music as a tool for me in my life, and so I do hope that that people can get something out of that where there's like, maybe it's a heart change. Maybe it's comfort or peace or what, whatever it is that's going on. So. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that it's, you know, um, I think it's definitely, I'm just, I keep going back to like, just listen to it. (laughs) You know, like that's like, we want people to actually sit and you know, sit with it. it. That's so rare these days, just because of you know the way, you know, you have music on the background. I mean, I have music on all the time, and I'm not really ever right. listening to it, you know. Right. And there's only a handful of times, um, you know, I, I think back. I mean, we've done it a few times, Jam, where we've actually, oh, yeah, in, you know, intentionally sat down and listened, like listen, listen so to this record. So much fun, you know. It's so much fun, and it's just a, you know, I I envy, you know, like even like our parents, you know, generation. It was like that's the only way you could listen to it. You like you yeah. got to get the record and sit down and listen to it, you know. And so, um, yeah, I think that it is, just like we've talked about. There's so much, you know we've been very intentional with every aspect of this record, right? For people to experience, you know, yeah. like we are, we didn't write these songs for somebody else to record. And, and, you know, I mean, it'd be amazing if other churches sang these songs, but like, that's not even, that was never the purpose either, you know? So, um, yeah, I think that, I, I think I a hundred percent agree with everything you said, Jim. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, even ahead. like, even the writing process, like I'm just reminded of, uh, how these songs are written for like very specific people, including mm-hmm. ourselves, mm-hmm. to actually sing, especially here at Shades Valley, mm-hmm. and that's that's uh, ends up having a different product than if you're writing it to be recorded by somebody else. Like there, there's a lot of heart and emotion, and I mean the record is somewhat heavy in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah. it is a listen. Like it's gonna take some emotional like capital to to listen to it. I think. Yeah, yeah. I think the R word kind of speaks that into that emotional too. capital. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> I think the R work speaks into that, and no one's seen the R work yet. But I will. I will just say like, there's a lot of like deep colors. Yeah. And I do think that there's that no text s- on it that it kind of speaks into that a little bit. And the record's called Wanderings, and I think implying a journey there to in that title. And I think the I think the record is a journey from start to finish thematically. I don't think we laid it out on purpose. I think it just happened that yeah. way. And then we started to realize, oh, there's actually like a bit of a narrative here. Yeah. That's really cool. No, I'm excited for people to hear it. You know, that's you know, that's always the fear with any, you know, any artist, you know, of of, you know, especially like a size like us. It's like 
I I love the songs. I love it the way it turned out. I'm really proud of it. I just I just hope people listen to it. <laughs> you know, because I think if people listen to it, I think it it'll affect them. You know, like I think that they're really powerful songs, and I think there's so much potential there for for people to be moved by the songs and to, you know, um, I mean, like how cool would it be if like a worship record actually like, you know, moved people and like you know moved them to worship? <laughs> like that's amazing, right? Like <laughs> so actually called them to worship. Yeah, yeah, an invitation. Yeah. Well, it feels like we're getting to the end here, but I have a request. Uh-huh. Could we listen to maybe just one more, a little something yeah. on on the way out? Would that be Let's would that it. be possible? Let's oh, do yeah. that. Yeah, we'll, we'll copy the way will out. Copyright law allow that, or are there other things that you want to discuss? Well, know. if we're gonna be on the way out, the only thing that I do want to say once again. Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to music, that's where it will be available. The first single comes out on April 1st. There will be a single every Friday, the month of April. The album comes out on April 29th. It is called Wanderings. Wanderings, it'll be in the show notes, all that stuff. You'll have to search Shades. Now, here's the deal. There are apparently a number of Shades on Spotify. A lot of them are defunct. They're yeah. they're not like active artists. We're the from best. What one, I understand. For sure. So we'll figure that out. Yeah. Um. You can follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, the Instagram tag is Shades Songs. Um. So follow us there. We'll be posting about it on the Shades Valley Instagram too. That's right. I would imagine as well. We're gonna figure out. We're still talking about an actual album release show. We're still talking through the details, as one can imagine, when songs have layered three drum parts and (laughs) multiple electrics and, you know, synthesizers and group vocals. It can be difficult to uh, figure out a way to coordinate all that. Um, And we are not the Beach Boys. We don't have Brian Wilson and 16 other players to play every single (laughs) instrument on Pet Sounds. We don't have the budget. We can't do it. Not quite. Yeah. Which was a great show that John Ball and I got to go oh, see together, so Brian Wilson. Um, but seriously, so it'll be available through all those uh, venues, all those ways. Uh, our website is shadesongs.com. Yeah, it is. Is that right? Yeah. And we're kind of actively updating that. Totally, yeah. So hopefully if you go there, it'll, it'll be, be helpful. It'll be up to date, yeah. Something will be up to date. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And then the biggest thing is... Real quick, and and one of you guys can jump in too, but, you know, the record's done, it's finished. We're just trying to basically raise some funds so that we can pay back some stuff that we put into the record, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And we're kind of, you know, it's a little bit, you know, unconventional in terms of, like, how typically bands do, like, a Kickstarter or something like that to where they're raising the funds so they can either make the record or then finally release the record, and we kind of got to the point the point where you know we had spent everything we we already had and then personally put some funds into it to finish the record and it was like why would we do a kickstarter the record's done like let's just put it out mm. and um let's you know let's let's ask people to to maybe give in support of the record and future projects and so there will be ways um to give you know there there'll be a link both on the website and I think Instagram and Spotify there there'll be links there where people can can donate and you know people so rarely buy music these days anyway so I always like to think of like you know just you know 
you just act like you're buying the record, you know. There will be like merch and some other opportunities as yep. well. Yeah, yep. down the so line for yep. sure. Yep. Um the yes, for sure. And people will be able to give through Venmo and PayPal. Yep. I think um, even uh Mary Grace's artwork will be yes, uh, yes. up for auction. For sure, yes. And we'll, we'll more 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 of those details will be released and you'll have to follow our Instagram to figure that out. Um there's definitely some cool stuff that we have planned. Yeah, and I guess it was sort of implied. It is a digital release only. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no, we're not putting out a CD or a cassette tape. Cassettes are getting popular again, by the way, too. Uh, but we're not doing a cassette tape or a vinyl record. We'd love to do a vinyl at some point down the line. Um, the reality is, is that vinyl can be really expensive to produce, to press, and the length of our record, we would actually need to do a double Mm. vinyl mm. which actually increases the cost of pressing so maybe at some point down the line we can do a special edition you know limited run yeah. of some kind but for right now we just want to put this record out so that everybody can enjoy it and hopefully pay back what we uh what we've put into it a little bit and keep making music keep making music i mean that's the goal we've you know and a quick detour there before we go you know there's more songs that we've written that we want to release. And actually, some of the songs that we've written, some songs that Jeremy's worked on, uh, various people have worked on, we're kind of got another record in the works, right, Jeremy? Ooh. Some good stuff. Some good stuff. Yeah. You heard it here. <laughs> Get back to us in five years. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there, there may be a multitude of things happening. You never know. So, um, but yeah, just please consider supporting us. We need your support. Um, you know, post about it, repost about yeah. it on share, social media. Share the record, please. Share the record with people. We want people to hear it and enjoy it. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Are we leaving anything out? I always feel like there may be one thing. I mean, we could talk, you know, I mean, we're all friends, so we could just sit here and talk about music <laughs> for a couple hours if you guys want to. I definitely could. We probably got some good stories, but you know. As far as the record, I think we're, I feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, Jeremy, John Ball, thank you for coming in the studio. Absolutely. Thank you for, for having sharing. Us. Thank you and for having us. Yeah. John Mark, Jeremy, and John Ball, thank you all so much for the blood, sweat, and tears that has gone into this project. It's so cool to once again hear your heart for the project, to hear your heart for the local church, to hear your desire for the Lord to be glorified through your work and just how seriously you take that. And as you present this offering, while we acknowledge that any offering that we present before God is inadequate, that we need him to sanctify it. uh, Nonetheless, um, you've taken seriously this offering and you want to present an offering that in some sense can in a tiny way, begin to reflect his majesty, his glory, his beauty, and the wonder of his creation, the wonder of, of, of who he is. And so really thankful for you guys. I think this is something that the Lord has um, had it obviously a huge hand in bringing you all together, even just the way that I've gotten to see y'all work a little bit. And so seeing the different giftings that y'all have and the different backgrounds that y'all have and seeing all that come together and be able to mesh. But in order for that to work, there has to be a humility. 
and an, and a willingness to have other people come in and to correct and to say, no, I don't like that. And hey, what if we tried this and to do things that you're uncomfortable with? And so what's been cool in the midst of uh, me being able to have a very, very, very small part in some of the songs is to see how the Lord has worked through y'all's humility and to see, um, to get to know you guys more through it. And, um, it's been, it's been a huge gift and I know this album is, is going to be a huge gift to the church. So, so thank you guys. Oh, thank yeah, you. Absolutely. I appreciate mm-hmm. you saying that and let it be known that, you know, Brad is a, is a secret undercover lyrical assassin. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, not true. You know, when I invited Brad, and I've and I know I've shared this before, but when I invited Brad on the first songwriters retreat, he was hesitant about coming, and you know, he was just kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to offer, what what I I can do, what am I doing, what are what are we doing? Nobody really knew what we were doing. I mean, peace. The first song was like Brad improvisation, just dropping bombs, just dropping bombs. And it was a really cool moment, and I'll never forget it. I'll always remember that. It's really cool that we get to share that with one another. But, you know, Brad, I mean, I know that you weren't a part of the necessarily the recorded aspect of this record, but just let it be known that uh, your contribution um, is has been just as important uh, to this record and, yep. and uh, just what you've provided lyrically um, for these songs. So let that not be gone unnoticed. So, Absolutely. yeah. Yep. Man, thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. So, and obviously, shout out to uh, Joseph Wolnski, to Brighter on Making Us One, yeah. which, which Making Us One, man, we could, we could, talk about that for a while but we won't Man, but it's gonna talk about all these songs for a while huh? it's yeah. become a a big like making us one has been a really important song for shades we Valley keep coming community. back to it it keeps coming back yeah. and it hits us in different ways and it's and it just moves it's it's really grown a lot as a song and yeah i don't know it's it's the lord i don't know it's just mm-hmm. the lord the, yeah. the holy spirit has just been gracious it's just been gracious upon us and our prayer is that we can continue to write songs for the body and um, just continue to do what we feel like the Lord's calling us to do. So, yeah, thank you all for being here. Yeah, man. Yeah, it was fun. It's been a lot of fun. And, um, yeah, let's let's play play this thing out. So here's That's a little, right. here's a little uh, clip of a uh, upcoming single called King of Kings. Mm-hmm. 